At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. On November 26, 2022, 41-year-old Reina Morales Rojas got into a car in East Boston, Massachusetts, and sometime later was dropped off in nearby Somerville. That's the last time anyone had seen or heard from the mother of two. Though she was reported missing soon after, the public didn't hear anything about Reina's disappearance for almost two months. And if advocates like Lucy Pineda of Latinos Unidos in Massachusetts hadn't stepped in to help bring attention to her case, Reina's family wonders if her story would have ever made the news. Now, four months later, Reina still isn't home, and information is scarce. Her children and sister in El Salvador, who once spoke to her every single day, await any sign that she is okay, all while fighting for attention on her case that took far too long to receive in the first place. I'm Kylie Lowe, and with Lucy Panetta, this is the case of Reina Morales Rojas on Dark Down East. Forty-one-year-old Reina Morales Rojas came to the United States from El Salvador just after Mother's Day in May of 2022, making her home in East Boston. She is a mother of two children, but Reina had to leave the kids behind with their aunt, Reina's sister Alicia Morales, to find work and a better life in Massachusetts until she could be together with her children again. She'd been a police officer back in El Salvador, but in Boston, Reina worked in food services and catering at Logan International Airport. Being so far away from her family, Reina stayed in touch with her sister and children almost constantly. November 26, 2022 was no different for Reina and Alicia. They had a long conversation earlier in the day, as they usually did. But when Alicia tried to contact her sister the next morning, she didn't hear back. It immediately struck her as odd. Alicia tried everything to get in touch with her sister that day. Texts, WhatsApp, phone calls, but Reina was radio silent. According to reporting in the Boston Globe by Hannah Kruger and Tiana Woodard, Reina had two cell phones, one she got for her birthday in October and her old phone that she still kept active and on despite having a new one. Reina always wanted to be reachable, so the fact that she wasn't responding to texts or picking up call after call was unusual. Alicia couldn't shake the feeling that something was off, so she reached out to Reina's boyfriend as well as her landlord. According to Boston Globe columnist Marcella Garcia, who spoke to WBUR's The Common podcast, Reina's boyfriend hadn't heard from her since the night before, and he couldn't get in touch with her either. When Alicia spoke to Reina's landlord, he told her that Reina never returned home on the night of November 26th. Being in El Salvador and unable to travel to the United States, there was little Alicia could do to track down her sister herself, other than keep trying to reach her. 
but finally, after almost a full day of no contact, Raina's boyfriend and landlord went into the Boston Police Department to report Raina Morales Rojas missing on November 27, 2022. Although Reyna was reported missing in November of 2022, her disappearance wasn't made public until January 12, 2023. When Boston police did release a missing person alert, Reyna's name was at first spelled incorrectly. In the alert, Reyna is described as a Hispanic female, 5 foot 5 inches tall, 145 pounds with black hair and brown eyes. They included several photos of her, each one showing Reyna looking slightly different. She liked to play with her appearance. She had different makeup, hairstyles, and hair colors in each one. Also in the alert, Boston police disclosed that Reyna was last seen getting into a car in the area of Bennington Street in East Boston on the evening of November 26th and was later dropped off on Alston Street in Somerville. That's about an eight-and-a-half-mile distance between each last known location. The first 48 hours after someone goes missing are the most critical. But 46 days passed before Boston police circulated that missing persons alert. Raina's sister Alicia tried to get police to respond and search for Raina sooner. They just told her to let them know when she heard from Raina. But that was the entire issue. Alicia hadn't heard from Raina, and she didn't know how else to get police to understand or care that not hearing from her sister for so long, not even a text to check in on her kids, was extremely unusual and concerning. Something was wrong, and no one seemed to give a damn. As Alicia Morales fought to get any attention and answers from Boston police, Telemundo Boston, a Spanish-language Boston news outlet owned by NBC Universal, picked up the story. That's how Lucy Panetta first heard about Reina's disappearance. Lucy, who is also from El Salvador like Reina, is an activist and the executive director of Latinos Unidos and Massachusetts, also known as LUMA. LUMA contributes to the development of the Latin American community with their mission of protecting the rights, educating, organizing, and empowering the immigrant community in Massachusetts. Two days after Lucy heard the Telemundo news report about Reina's disappearance, a different news outlet contacted her for comment. One of the English media, they called me and they asked, what is Luma doing regarding Reina's case? So I, I asked them if any organization is already involved in the case. So they told me that no one was working on the case. So, so when they told me that, we talked to our members and I said, listen, we need to do something about this case. Lucy reached out to Reina's family to learn more about her, where she was from, where she lived and worked. Lucy also contacted the chief of police in the city of Everett, where Luma is based. She contacted state representatives and other local leaders to see if anyone knew anything about Reina's disappearance but no one had even heard her name. Reina's name hadn't even been added to NAMIS yet, the National Missing and Unidentified Person System database. So Lucy called the Luma community to action. They started posting live videos on social media, alerting their followers about Reina's disappearance, 
and they took to the streets looking for her themselves. We went to look for Reina on those places that we read in the news in the news that she was from East Boston. They pick up her on East Boston and they left in Somerville. So we start looking for her. We organize and we mobilize our members, our volunteers and our the world community and we start making live videos and we make a press release to demand to our authorities to take actions in the case of Reina Morales Rojas. The state of Massachusetts has a one-page info sheet available online detailing the recommended missing persons protocol. The first step is to contact local law enforcement and communicate the risks to police so that any urgency is understood. This step includes the parenthetical comment, advocacy may be required for police action. Advocacy is what Lucy Panetta does best. She wrote two letters to the Boston Police Department. According to the Boston Globe, her first one sent on January 17th received no response from BPD. She sent the second on January 21st. It reads in part, It is of grave concern to our community that the authorities have done little to move forward with the investigation of this case until now, and without pressure from organizations such as ours. Those letters were accompanied by social media posts and a vigil held in Reyna's honor outside the District A7 East Boston Police Station. Luma members held signs with Reyna's face and waved their words on neon posters. Police silence is police complicity, and Latino Lives Matter, they read. Finally, Lucy got the attention of Boston police, and detectives agreed to meet. She planned to attend their scheduled January 25th meeting with attorneys from Lawyers for Civil Rights, working pro bono on Lucy and Luma's behalf. But the attorneys later told the Boston Globe that police nearly canceled the meeting when they showed up. Not wanting to lose the opportunity to learn more about what was happening with Reyna's case, Lucy spoke to police without that legal representation. Lucy challenged Boston police on their response to Reyna's disappearance and asked why it took so long to publicize her case. When I talked to the detective from East Boston and I asked, why are you guys released this case 47 days after? when you guys supposed to release this information 24 hours after or 48 hours after. So why you did this 47 days after? The answer was, oh, because Reina, she don't have no family in here. So it was hard for us to ask for information about her family, her what kind of friends or whatever she have in the state. But in a public statement to the Boston Globe, The Boston Police Department's Chief of Communications, Mary Ellen Burns, alluded that the search started immediately, even if the public wasn't notified for almost two months. The statement reads in part, quote, In our focused efforts to identify her whereabouts, our investigative team, regrettably, did not share her information publicly until January 12th, end quote. Later, in an email statement to Mass Live, Burns said, quote, It could have and should have been done sooner. End quote. Packages by Expedia. You were made to be rechargeable. We were made to package flights, hotels, and hammocks for less. 
Expedia. Made to travel. None of this sat well with Lucy. Within the same few weeks that Raina's disappearance was publicly announced, the disappearances of other Massachusetts women received ample police attention and press coverage. Anna Walsh from Cohasset, Massachusetts, was reported missing by her co-workers on January 4, 2023. The very next day, Cohasset police announced their search for Anna, with Massachusetts State Police joining the effort days later. The story made national headlines and took over the news cycle. Brittany T. from Brookfield, Massachusetts, was reported missing by her family on January 13, 2023. Within three days, her disappearance was made public, and state police joined the search effort within the same week. Another Massachusetts woman, Lori Baxter, was last heard from on December 28, 2022. Though her case does not appear to be nearly as widely publicized as Brittany T. or Anna Walsh, the first public announcements of the search for Lori Baxter were made public within two weeks of her last known contact. One clear difference between the cases of these three women and Reina Morales Rojas? The three women are white. You know, I feel like this, this, was, this, is, this is racist because the way they, they treat the people when they went to report Reina, I think they feel like, oh, okay, she's a Latino. She's undocumented. Nobody knows what's going on with her or whatever. In the same month, four women was missing, three women was white, and one was a Latino. And I said, thank you, because you're doing a good job with the three white women. But I want to see the same, the same actions with Reina. Why are you guys use drums, helicopters, use state troopers, dogs, everything, all the resources to find these three women, and you forget about Reina. Lucy Panetta and Luma's efforts brought attention not only to Reina's disappearance, but also to the glaring inconsistencies in how missing persons cases are handled within Boston police and Massachusetts as a whole. Boston Mayor Michelle Wu and Police Commissioner Michael Cox met with Lucy and Reina's sister Alicia via Zoom in late January. According to reporting by Marcella Garcia in the Boston Globe, Commissioner Cox explained in that meeting that the police were committed and had been committed to finding Reina since day one. Mayor Wu told the Globe that she was looking closer at the delay between Reina's disappearance and the public notice. Quote, what I know is that when a person is officially designated as missing, there are a number of things that BPD does to investigate. And some of that is the direct interviews and conversations with contacts and those in the area where a person might last have been seen, end quote. What should also be included in those efforts is informing the public. But Wu acknowledged that there was no formal procedure for when that should happen. Quote, we need to evaluate our larger procedures for when a public call goes out, end quote. On February 26, 2023, the three-month mark since Raina disappeared, six Boston City Council members penned a letter to Mayor Wu and Commissioner Cox calling out the dismissive treatment in the case of Raina Morales Rojas. The letter reads, in part, quote, Unfortunately, the type of response Ms. Morales Rojas's case received reflects a nationwide pattern. Missing cases of women of color are often unmet with the same urgency as their white counterparts. In this case, 
Reina is not only a woman of color, but also an immigrant, which further makes her susceptible to dismissive treatment." End quote. Although Reina is an undocumented immigrant, Boston Police Department Chief of Communications Mary Ellen Burns told Boston.com that immigration status is, quote, not something Boston police officers ask about or are concerned with in any way, end quote. But the fact that Reina is an immigrant is important context for understanding the larger issues at play in her case. Lucy explained to me that as it is, immigrant women lack trust in police, stemming from experiences in their home countries. Reina's case has done nothing to quell those fears. You know, I feel sad, sad, because I am a woman, I am a mother, I have child, and as an activist, as a woman, that we have a group of women, empowering women, that we educate them every single day, that we need to trust in our authorities, that we need to call 911 if we have, we have any emergency. How can we trust in them? How can they build trust? if we see cases like this one. We flee, these women, like myself, I'm from El Salvador, we flee from, from, from different Latin American countries because we are, we're coming from, from a dangerous country. We don't believe, we don't trust in police, we don't trust in the, in the military because women, they, they're missing and you never know what's going on with them. So now it looks like, I feel like I am in 1980s. I feel like I am going back like I am in El Salvador again from 1980s that uh, women's missing and nobody's care what's going on. On March 8th, 2023, Massachusetts Governor Maura Healey proposed a new Missing and Unidentified Persons Coordination Unit to support local law enforcement agencies in their response to missing persons cases. She called for $300,000 of the 2024 fiscal year budget to fund the unit, saying, quote, this initiative is important for local law enforcement and the communities they serve, as it provides the resources needed to assist these complex investigations and help reunite missing people with their loved ones." End quote. The proposal is a testament to just how hard Lucy Pineda and Luma have advocated for the case of Reina Morales Rojas and bringing attention to police response when a person and when a person of color goes missing. But the most important fact remains. Four months later, Raina still isn't home. I talk to them every day with the kids. And also I went to El Salvador. I meet with the kids. And um, it's sad. It's, you know, because especially in this moment, now every, every day count. We're going to have on the 26th, four months that Raina was missing. And we don't know anything. We don't have nothing new. Everything's still the same. As of this episode's original release date, it has been four months since Reina Morales Rojas was last seen in Somerville, Massachusetts. The Boston Police Department said via a statement to Mass Live in late February 2023, quote, We have shared information and photos of Ms. Rojas widely with other law enforcement agencies. We have conducted dozens of interviews, utilized other investigative tools, and followed up on all leads that we have received or uncovered as of this writing." End quote. 
As the investigation continues, Lucy Panetta continues to advocate for Reina and her family. It's hard because we've been talking to them every, you know, I, I always send them message, emails. We have meetings and uh, I'm tired with the same information. Oh, this is, case is open. We cannot give more information about this case because it's open. And I say, listen, I already know that. I don't want to hear the same history. I, I already know that the case is open, it's under investigation. I'm not asking you for names, address, phone numbers. I just want to know what's going on. I will make sure, I will know that are you guys doing your job when you find Reina and you return Reina to us and we can return Reina to her kit. But right now, I will still thinking that are you guys not doing anything and you not care for this this case. Between phone calls with detectives and the media, and dedicating her time and energy to keeping Reina Morales Rojas in the public eye, Lucy stays in constant contact with Reina's family in El Salvador. The conversations with Reina's children weigh heavy on her heart. They still waiting and they still missing and they still thinking that they will receive a phone call from their mom. And uh, something that I, it's made me so, you know, sad because they have that hope that I will find their mom. And uh, Kimberly, that I've been talking, I, I talk to her every single day. And she say, Ma, uh, Lucy, I know, I know you will find my mom. And, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard for me because I don't, uh, I don't have the power to do that, to find their mom. So, you know, I just try to do the best I can. Everything is in my possibilities. Anyone with information regarding the whereabouts of Reina Morales Rojas is advised to contact A7 Detectives at 617-343-4324. If you would prefer to share information anonymously, you can do so by calling the Crime Stoppers tip line at 1-800-494-TIPS or by texting the word TIP to CRIME 27463. All contact and tip line information is included in the show notes of this episode. Reina has two children, a sister, an entire family who wants to bring her home. Please, if you know anything, don't keep it to yourself. I never knew Reina before. I don't know anything about her, her family. And when I met her child, I can see that she was a good mother. She raised a good kid. And we need to um, continue fighting for justice and equality to make those changes that everyone we, we deserve in this, in this life, and um, we not give up. We will continue looking for Reina. Thank you for listening to Dark Down East. Sources cited and referenced for this episode are listed at darkdowneast.com. Please follow Dark Down East on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you could, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. 
I love to hear what you think of the show and what you want to hear next, and reviews are really the best way to support this show and the cases I cover. If you have a personal connection to a case and you want me to cover it on this podcast, please contact me at hello at darkdowneast.com. Thank you for supporting this show and allowing me to do what I do. I'm honored to use this platform for the families and friends who have lost their loved ones, and for those who are still searching for answers in cold missing persons and homicide cases. I'm not about to let those names or their stories get lost with time. I'm Kylie Lowe, and this is Dark Down East.